The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Lord, too, Lord. When the days were completed for their purification, according to the law of Moses, Mary and Joseph took Jesus up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, just as it is written in the law of the Lord. Every male that opens the womb shall be consecrated to the Lord, and to offer the sacrifice of a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons in accordance with the dictate in the law of the Lord. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, awaiting the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he should not see death before he had seen the Christ of the Lord. He came in the Spirit into the temple, And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to perform the custom of the law in regard to him, he took him into his arms and blessed God, saying, Now, Master, you may let your servant go in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you prepared in sight of all the peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and glory for your people Israel. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord. So some of you may not be so familiar with this feast. It just happens to fall on Sunday this year, and that's why we're celebrating it, because it's February 2nd. But otherwise, we would just celebrate it on any other February 2nd. But I think it's very providential not just because we're celebrating a baptism, but it gives all of us a chance to reflect on this mystery of Christ's life. If you pray the rosary, it's the fourth joyful mystery, right? And so some of us do think about this presentation of the Lord, but I think there's an invitation here for all of us today to renew, in a sense, our consecration to the Lord. And because we're going to have this baptism, I'll invite all of us to renew our baptismal promises, which in a sense is our consecration to the Lord. What's interesting is that this is the Son of God today in our, in our gospel. It's Jesus himself and Mary and Joseph just obeying the law in a sense. They were doing what Jews did. They were being faithful to the tradition which calls to mind the fact that God spared the firstborn son in Egypt when Passover happened. If you recall, it was the firstborn of every Egyptian, both human and animal, that was slain by the angel of death. And that was what finally prompted Pharaoh to let the Jews go. So the Jews always honored the firstborn male and consecrated him to the Lord as another way of remembering how God had acted on their behalf in Egypt. So they were doing what good Jews did. But again, this is Jesus, the Son of God, who in a sense is consecrating himself for us. And what does it mean to consecrate? It means to like set apart for a particular purpose. And so Jesus was setting himself apart for our salvation. 
And we didn't read the longer form, but in the longer form, Simeon even prophesies to Mary, and he says, you know what? This child is going to be a sign of contradiction, that the thoughts of many hearts may be laid bare. So, and then he said, and the sword is going to pierce your heart too, Mary. So although this was a fulfillment of prophecy that Simeon himself had been promised that he wouldn't die until he saw the Christ of God, the Chosen One, the Messiah. Still, there was also this sense that what he's going to do for the sake of humanity is not going to be easy. In fact, it's going to be painful. He's going to offer himself in sacrifice to make us holy. That's, in fact, what sacrifice literally means. If you take it apart, sacrifice, sacrum facere, to make holy. So Jesus was going to die in order to make us holy. In, order, in other words, in order to make us right with God again, to reconcile us with God. He was going to do that for us. And so today, Simeon is awarded, awarded for his faithfulness. Simeon was there, as he says, righteous and devout, praying fervently, for the Messiah, he, he had been told. And so he was very, uh, he was looking forward to this with great expectation. It's hard for us as Christians, I think, to relate to the expectation and the hope that the Jews had for the coming of the Messiah. But you can bet every day, Simeon woke up wondering, I wonder if today is going to be the day. I wonder if today is going to be the day when the Messiah is presented in the temple. I'm sure he, he had to, you know, live each day like that. But we come to Mass now, and we just know Jesus is going to show up. You know? We know he's going to show up. We celebrate the Eucharist and Holy Communion at every Mass, so we don't have so much anticipation, unfortunately. But maybe today we can arouse a little bit of anticipation. You know, that we can ask Simeon to help us with that. And that we ourselves today can renew our own consecration. Today, we have parents and godparents here who are answering on behalf of Jack David. Just like many of us had our parents answering on our behalf. But today, like we do at Easter time, we'll answer for ourselves. Yes, I reject Satan. Yes, I reject. I reject his works, and yes, I believe in God, and so on. But that's a way of renewing your own consecration to God. That God also claimed you for himself. The Father claimed you for himself through his Son in the Spirit. We already did that part before Mass. We all got to make the sign of the cross on Jack's forehead. So we claimed him for Christ. And as I pour the water over him and pronounce those words of baptism, it will leave an indelible mark on his soul, just like all of us received. That means it won't be erased ever. And so God himself claimed us for himself. So in a sense, we've all been chosen. We have all been chosen by God himself. To be light, if you haven't noticed, there's a great theme of light in today's liturgy because 
Simeon himself says, uh, my, my eyes have seen your salvation, which you prepared in the sight of all the peoples, a light for revelation, even to the Gentiles. So this isn't just for the chosen people, it's for everybody. And so even our songs today speak to the theme of light. I looked ahead, even this little light of mine, right? But that's what God is asking all of us to do, is to let that light shine. We already have the Easter candle lit. And by virtue of our baptism, we've all been anointed. That's what Christ literally means, anointed one. And as Christians, we are all anointed ones. We have been anointed with the same Holy Spirit that Christ himself was anointed with. We've been chosen. We've been claimed. We've been blessed. And no doubt, sometimes we have this reaction to such language and to such an invitation. It's like, oh my God, you know, I, I, I feel so overwhelmed. I feel so unworthy. I feel so ashamed. I feel so scared. I feel so unprepared. Fill in the blank. But that's where the Lord invites us to really trust in him, to lean into him. As we read in that second reading from the Hebrews, very beautiful, we have a high priest who himself has been tested and suffered so that he can help us in our time of trial. God wants to help. It's not that he asks us to do this on our own. On the contrary. He wants to live his resurrected life with us and in us and through us. Because we have this anointing, he is united with us in spirit, in power, in glory. So we don't go alone. We are never alone. And as we are baptized into Christ, he brings us into communion with the Father in the spirit. So literally, we are never alone. I've done a little exercise recently. There's no time to do it today. But to show people what it looks like to be baptized. It's as if the Father sends the Son to take Jack today. And the Son brings him to the Father, and then he is anointed with the Spirit. And he's then surrounded by God. He's brought into that communion, which is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Trinity. And you got Mother Mary and his guardian angel and other saints surrounding him, as all of us do. So we're never alone. God wants us to know that we are never alone in this life, even though sometimes we feel lonely, for sure. We feel rejected at times. We feel left out. We feel like we don't belong. That's true. We all suffer that at times. But God wants to console us in that. And he wants to comfort us. And he wants to reassure us that we're not alone. That he does have a plan for our lives. And he is watching over us. And that we are his. We belong to him. And as I said, nobody can ever take that away from us. Nobody can erase that mark. And so we thank God today for this gift. And we celebrate it today with Jack David in a particular way. So now, let us all...